Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. The faith facts about prayer. Remember, prayer is a should be a dialogue, not a monologue. Mono means one. That's just you talking. Dio means two. That means you're talking, but God's also talking to you. So you, you and I must listen while we pray because God wants to speak to us. How does God speak to us? Primarily through his word, through the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. But he also speaks by his spirit to our heart. And so we need to know these facts that he's told us about. And last time we, and we'll go over it again, but we use this as a highlight of this message, this particular part of the teaching that we're going to do, and we're referencing again. But Smith Wigglesworth, one of the great theologians in the Bible, uh, 20th century, he was called the apostle of faith. He said this, there is something about believing God that will cause him to pass over a million people to get to you. And you know, that's, that's important for us to know. When we believe God, God's going to get to us. God's going to show us. He's going to do what the word has promised us. When we believe it and we walk in the light of faith, we can have what the word said we can have. We can do what the word says we can do. And so we need to understand these facts according to the word that he showed us how and what to do. So many Christians are doing all kinds of things in their prayer life and hoping something sticks. I call it this. Some people pray machine gun prayers where they pray all kinds of stuff as loud and as long as they can and hoping something works. That's not faith because faith, it means that you're standing on a promise that you've already had in God and you believe and you receive it. You can't believe something is going to come to pass if you're not sure. The assurance of God's word is what we must have in our heart, and we need to have that in our mouth too as well. Well, let's just hook up where we left off last time. Before we do, we need to say just a couple of things. We went over the one of the first facts, and I'll call that out in just a moment. But we said facts about prayer is essential in our prayer life for our prayer life to work. We need to know these facts about prayer. We need to know what the word said and we talked over uh, we talked about not over we talked and said what that first fact was and I'll just remind you I won't go back and reteach it you can go back and listen to it it's embedded fact number one about prayer is pray to the father in Jesus name pray to the father in Jesus name and we looked at the scriptures two of them that promise that shows us that and what to do in John chapter 16 verse number 23 and 24 it says and in that day you shall ask me nothing verily verily I say unto you whatsoever you shall ask the father in my name he will give it you verse 24 says hitherto have you asked nothing in my name ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. In other words, God wants our joy to be full. And he's telling us now, Jesus spoke these words when he was on the earth, but he was talking about the time that we live in today when we should ask. 
because he wants our joy to be full. If you don't talk to God, if you don't know what God's word says about you and what you can do and what you can have, if you're not praying to the Father in Jesus' name, you're not going to have the joy of the Lord in your life because God's not going to hear you. Pastor, you mean I got to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus for God to hear me? You absolutely do. That's what he told us to do. Well, I know certain religions, they pray to other people. They pray to Mary. Wasn't she a good person? She sure was. But the Bible does not tell us to pray to Mary. She's not God. She was the mother of the, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by the seed of the Holy Spirit. But nowhere in the Bible does it tell us to pray to her. So we've got to get in line with the word and pray. And we talked about, even we went over what really is uh, the Old Testament prayer that a lot of us learned uh, when we were small. I, I referenced the first prayer that I was taught was, Now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I weigh, I pray the Lord my soul to take. And then God bless everybody that I could think of, including the dog and cat if I had one. <laughs> or that. But then that next prayer was the Lord's Prayer. And we referenced that, that, that I was taught by my parents. And it's a wonderful Old Covenant prayer. Why do you say that? Remember we talked about last time because in the New Covenant or the New Testament, God told us to pray to the Father in Jesus' name. But when you pray the, the Lord's, what we call the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, verse 19 through 13, nowhere is mentioned that you're praying to the Father in the name of Jesus. It was an Old Covenant our Old Testament prayer that we actually don't use in the new, or I shouldn't say don't use. It's, it was a type of a servant prayer. We're in a new covenant, sons. We have a covenant with better promises. We have a relationship not only as a servant of God. Now we should have that relationship because even though we're sons, we should be servants. But we have a relationship where we're sons of God, heirs according to the promise. So when we're sons of God, we should pray that first, the, the way the first fact says, pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. And that's how we pray a new covenant prayer. And that's how we know we we. God's going to hear us because he told us he, he was. So there is a secret to success in this kind of praying. The key is these words, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name. We are addressing that to our prayer to our Father in the name of Jesus. Now, hooking up with where we were on the last time. Fact number two about how or faith facts about prayer. What is that, Brother Henry? Well, very simple. Believe that you receive when you pray. Believe that you receive when you pray. When you talk to God, and that's what prayer is, you're communicating with him. You're speaking from your heart, from your spirit. When I say heart, I'm not talking about the blood pump in your chest. I'm talking about your spirit. 
That's when you in tune or fellowshipping with God, we relate to him in spirit and in truth, the word says. God is a spirit. We are a spirit. When you're born again, you're saved, your spirit man is alive unto God. And how we communicate with him is speaking the word and our spirit communicates with the spirit of God. The Holy Spirit comes and indwells every believer, every Christian. When you confess Christ as your personal Savior, the Holy Spirit comes and lives on the inside of you. So it's not like you got to go a long way, way or you got to holler real loud to pray. I mean, a lot of folks think, you know, the louder they are, the better God's going to hear them. No, God can hear you whisper. A lot of folks think, and sometimes we get tied up in knots about the high how-tos. And we think, okay, I was taught when I prayed that you get on your knees, and that's how you pray. I have no problem getting on your knees. I do that from time to time. Some folks say it's good to be, but just prostrate themselves. Just lay on and just pray to God. Got no problem with that. That happened in the Word. Some people say, uh, well, you know, you, you, when, when you pray, that uh, you got to close your eyes. I got no problem with that. You block off anything else. But you know you can pray to God without doing any of those things. And, and I know Scripture talks about say to God when you say. And that is how we pray most of the time. But the Bible also talks about a meditation in your heart is praying unto God. You're meditating unto God. And you and this, sometimes when you're uh, in, in amongst people, I'm praying and people aren't hearing a word I'm saying, but I'm meditating unto God. I'm in prayer. I'm in communication with him. And sometimes he speaks to me in my heart, through my heart. But you know, all that, I must believe that I receive when I pray. I got to believe that when, I, when I'm talking to God, whether I'm meditating in my heart talking to him or whether I'm speaking out loud talking to him, that God hears me. How do you know that, Pastor? Because he told us he would. He told us he does. We see in Mark 11, verse 24, Mark 11, verse 24, he says this, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, ye means you, when you pray, what? Believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. So when we play, pray, pray. When we pray, <laughs> when you play, you ought to pray too. <laughs> but when you pray, you and I, every believer, we must believe that we receive what we're praying about. It is so important for us to find promises in the word that, that, that promise us what's ours. But when we pray that promise, we got to believe that we receive it. And then God leaves no doubt. He said in verse 24, you, ye shall have them. Them what? Them things that you're believing for. Them things that you found promises in the word that are yours. That's the way faith works. Remember, faith comes where the will of God is known. That's important, too, as well, for us to know that. Again, I'll repeat that again. Faith comes where the will of God is known. Where is the will of God? In his word. The Bible 
is the will of God. So it's so important for us to get in the word and pray the word. Again, Smith Wigglesworth said this, there is something about believing God that will cause him to pass over a million people to get to you. This was a quote that the man that 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 has been proven by historical fact that he raised more than 10 folks from the dead. This is how he prayed. This is what he said. You know, when we get to the point to where we have total confidence in God and his word, and we pray his word, we say his word, we meditate on his word, we believe his word, we do his word, we can have what the word says because God is going to meet you at your faith. And no matter where he has to go or what he has to do, he's going to get to you. And God, he knows where you are. God knows the end before the beginning of anything ever starts. He knew our end. He knew us before we were in our mother's womb. He said he knew, knows the hairs that are on our head. And if you're like me, mine change on, on almost a daily, daily basis. But God knows. He's all-knowing. He's the all-sufficient one. He's, the, he's Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider. He's, he's Jehovah Rapha. He's our healer. He is Jehovah God. He's Jehovah, Jehovah Shalom. He's our peace. If you want peace, you got to know that God's going to get it to you. But you got to believe that you receive by faith when you pray. You got to know it. You got to expect it to come to pass. God, and that's including everything, every part of our being. You know, our salvation comes that way. How do I get saved? Well, Ephesians 2 verse 8 tells us. It says, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You're, you and I aren't saved by our works. We are saved unto good works. In other words, God has saved us so that we can do the works of God, so we can do the works of the ministry. Every believer has that responsibility to do the works of the ministry. I thought you preachers were supposed to do that. We are, but that's because we're believers. But preachers and teachers and pastors, the fivefold ministry gifts, are supposed to teach the believers, the, the laypersons, to do the works of the ministry. My primary responsibility is to teach you what God's word says so that you and I can work together and do what God says to do and see and experience the great exploits of God come to pass by walking and living by faith on this earth right now. Well, Brother Henry, I'm waiting to the sweet by and by. When I get to heaven, everything's going to be all right. Well, you know it sure is, but God wants you to, and I to experience a little bit of heaven right here. There's not going to be any devils you're going to have to fight when you get to heaven. There's not going to be any situations that, that you, you're going to have to fight the good fight of faith for when you get to heaven. But we're going to be ruling and reigning there, and every, there's going to be peace. There's going to be total harmony. But right now, when you're on this earth, you need to have the fact that you can believe God to receive what he wants you to have right now, no matter what the devil has said. You need to fight the good fight of faith, not your brother, your sister, or your boss that, was, that told you to do something that you didn't want to do. That's not who you fight. Flesh and blood is not our opposition in the sense that God is our source and the devil is the enemy. Now, he'll use individuals that yield themselves unto him, but our fight is not against any person. Our fight 
is the good fight of faith, believing what God's word says. And again, it's not our salvation is not based on us doing that. Our salvation is based on us believing uh, that God has already provided the grace of God, grace, uh, God's unmerited favor, God's grace, my and your faith. That's how we receive things from God. So when we pray, these prayer facts or faith facts about prayer will help us to be more effective in our prayer life. God wants you to know that when you pray, that he hears you. And you know what he said? When you pray, you and I pray his word, that his answer is always yes and amen. Pastor, you mean I can always know that God's answer is yes and amen? Yes, you sure can. How? By praying his word. By finding the promises that he's given us in his word, that they're ours. Again, Mark 11, verse 24 says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire. He'll give you and I the desires of our heart. I know he'll give us our wants, but he says right here, as long as our desires line up with his word, he'll give us the desires of our heart. When you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. Brother Henry, you mean I have to believe it? God won't do it for me? No. God set some things in motion for you and I to do, but I got to believe for myself. And you know what? You have to believe for yourself. Well, pastor, you're my pastor. Can't you believe God for me? No, I'm going to believe God with you. And we can join our faith together. But you've got to get to the point. Every individual has to get to the point to where they can believe God for themselves. The best way for you to receive from God is on your own faith. Trusting God. No one can stop you. Now, the prayer of agreement is one of the strongest prayers that it is when you get two individuals that, are, that agree. But sometimes folk will tell you they're agreed with you, and really they're not sure. But you know when you agree with what God's word says, and you're standing on the promises in faith, you know when you're in faith. And when you agree and stand on the promises of God, his answer, he said, is always yes and amen. So let's learn how to believe God for ourselves. That's one of the essential prayer facts that we need to know. That most people will believe God has healed them when they can see their condition has grown better or when the symptoms are gone. But you know, anyone can do that. Anyone can believe what they can see. But a Christian believes what the Word says. Believes when God said, by his stripes I'm healed, you're healed. Faith, facts for prayer on healing or anything you ever have or can have should always be based on what you believe according to God's word. And when you believe it, you can receive it by faith. God said it, you believe it. It's settled in Jesus' name. That's just one of the faith facts. Man, these are good facts to have. You know, a lot more we're going to get to. Amen. I want to pray with you right now. First step is always making Jesus the Lord of your life. Let's pray that prayer right now. I want you to pray with me. Repeat after me. Father God, right now, I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart 
that you died for me. Lord Jesus, I make you my Savior and I make you my Lord. Lord, cleanse me of all my sins. Forgive me. I thank you, Lord, for doing that. I am saved. I am free. I have liberty. I'm a brand new creation in God. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Amen.